Furniture, appliances, mattress, fam.news. Today is the number one most recorded and re-recorded episode of this podcast that I've, that I've ever done. And for one reason, one reason only. <laughs> so this, this politics. It's, oh my God. Welcome to the Adventures of Matman, episode 30, election cycles versus sleep cycles. And now, Matman's secrets to becoming a sleep-selling superhero. Well, good morning, superpower seekers. My name is Matman Sir Capes a lot. I put capes on everything. I'm the comfortable caped crusader. I teach and preach the game plan for better sleep, and I fight the things that keep you up at night. Hey, I'm the resident sleep superhero on the staff with Sweet Dreams Mattress and Furniture of the Lake Norman Dream Team. And I'm also part of the FAM crew from FAM.News, where you can find mattress and furniture industry info, intel, and really, really good people. If you're interested in growing your local independent business and you happen to be in our mattresses and furniture field, dude, check it out. But honestly, if you're just looking for ideas for how to be a different kind of business, no matter what your field, you can find a lot at FAM.News. Well, hello, everybody. Here we go. I'm going to try this. Like I think this is the ninth time I've tried to do it. Uh, we're going to talk about sleep. We're going to talk about sleep cycles. And what key, I'm a sleep superhero, okay? I, I, I've got a great mattress. I've got the coolest, comfiest sheets, and the mattress protector is out of this world comfortable. My pillow is custom fit. My game changer keeps my feet up and my head elevated so it's easy to breathe and my back feels no pain. You'd think that I could just fall asleep every night when I get into that most comfortable position right away, but it, it's not true. It's just not true. I Things keep me up at night. And what keeps me up at night is knowing that there is another election cycle coming up because that will invariably affect the sleep cycles of the public out there. And that that that's stress that's what that's what keeps me up at night people i'm a sleep superhero for crying out loud so look the the election cycle is absolutely going to steal sleep cycles from you but it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be this way these sleep cycles are being stolen by one of the biggest bad guys of them all i should say bad gal dude this is misinformation at her finest and she employs pet energy vampires and basically her gig is that her energy vampires they suck your positive energy to feed their negativity on the internet totally her pet energy vampires are 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 those things out there that are posting that fire you up that rile you up and that that make you they just make you mad make you angry some of those things, if you if you consume them multiple times a day, they can stress you out. But I I really take pride in this in this analogous pun of misinformation and her energy vampires because truly I've seen a lot of people and how they act on social media and how they act in person and you can just always see a difference on online. We're different than in person, maybe a little bit, maybe not. So the thing is is. There's, there's really only, there's three outcomes uh, if you serve, if you come in contact with a vampire in science fiction and fantasy. The first outcome is that they, they attack you, they suck your blood, but you don't die. 
And typically, in any in essence, in essence, anytime that happens in stories, there's a lot of trauma involved, dude. Like a lot of trauma. Things go bad for the person who got bit afterwards. So the other thing is that they can bite you and you die and you're gone, and that that's awful. And but the real the real threat here is that uh, if you get bit, you can also turn into one. And so people don't really realize that when they're dealing with energy vampires on social media. So I'm here to give you three ways that you can protect yourself from energy vampires on social media and how to defeat misinformation this election cycle. Because we all know I can, I can get a, can I please get a raise your hand or an amen or alia if you think there should be less misinformation on the internet this election cycle. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I thought. So get ready. These are superhero sleep solutions. Yeah, that never gets old. All right. So step one, step one, solution number one, put your phone away, put your phone away. I'm going to say this. I'm going to really keep it under control this time. You need to put your phone away about 30 minutes before you get, you go to bed. That's just a hard fact. Good news does not come in late, and bright screens are going to stop your body from producing melatonin. And melatonin is the hormone that is responsible for you falling asleep. If the last thing your brain thinks about, reads, or ingests is negativity, don't expect positive results on your habits or your person, like your, your who you are tomorrow. If the last thing you read is a bunch of negative drama, you can expect that tomorrow that's going to affect you a little bit. It's going to affect you a lot, actually. So you really need to stop this. The, the other thing is I, I, I have watched and read a few good pieces of information that suggest taking over-the-counter melatonin doesn't do a whole lot for you. It needs to be something that's prescribed and typically is, it takes a lot more than just one capsule uh, if that's what you take, or if you take a lot more, great. But then if you've taken melatonin and just been on your computer or looking at your phone for an hour and a half before bed, why did you, like, you? do you see why you have to take the melatonin? And sure, you can stop looking at your phone one day or two days, and it you still need to take the melatonin. I get it. But if you can stop looking at your phone 30 minutes before bed for a month, you're going to notice the difference. I would, I would say that you, hands down, will notice a difference. So as of making this episode, I'm actually taking a different tack myself because normally my, my habit or routine is only about 15 minutes long, my bedtime routine. And so then my goal and what, what I intend to do here is that 30 minutes before bed, I go plug my phone in and put it face down on my nightstand so that uh, at that point in time, I can no longer check my phone. And so that that 30 minutes, I just know by looking at a clock nearby, I've only got 15 minutes left and then start my process. And I've been pretty good about it re- recently. I've been I've been very good about it recently. Even last night, um, you know, it doesn't matter when I actually record this. But last night was a Monday night. I was in bed at 9.05, 9.05. Like, I'm excited to go to bed that early when I'm when I'm exhausted. I might have just might have been my first night back after staying at a buddy's place in Montreal for a few days. So, you know, I was sleeping on a futon for a few days. It was like eight inches. It was terrible. 
oh my god but then my first night back i was just like oh give me to bed all right this 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 tip is over so you're good we're good everyone's just gonna agree they're gonna look at their phones less before they go to sleep step two lay off the doom scrolling on your phone in general just lay off the doom scrolling if you don't know what doom scrolling is Google it because you're going to find a hilarious uh, description of it. But look, it's it's not something that you need to do often. And if you haven't filtered out negativity from your feed yet and you doom scroll, it does turn into doom scrolling. Everything feels like it's on fire. Everything feels like it's going to it's a huge problem and nothing can be solved. So look, those posts, the people that make you feel that way, they are stealing you, your positivity. Those are the energy vampires I'm talking about, and they're absorbing your positive energy. Oftentimes, literally, your attention and everything that, that goes along with that. You, you need to get rid of doing that. <clears throat> doom scrolling, I mean, if you want, have someone, have someone videotape you while you're doom scrolling or while you're scrolling your social media on your phone because usually if you've done it for just a few seconds or maybe 10 and, and you're getting on there and you're still, still scrolling, your face kind of looks idle, your shoulders will slump a little bit and you know your mouth hangs open just a little bit and you're just flicking your thumb flicking your thumb flicking your thumb there's no value in it it's it's literally the easiest thing you can do it's effortless which is why people do it but then you just you shouldn't you just shouldn't so look if in case you need help figuring out how to navigate your social media filters to to reduce unwanted posts i can help and i'm glad to assist you can text me at 704-706-2436, and I will personally send you videos on how to unfollow people from your social media on any type of device, on any platform, and I can help rescue you from that negativity. That is what superheroes do. It's not like you have to unfriend people you don't like, but you can choose whether or not you see their content on a regular basis or at all. And so my personal rule is you get one shot. If you post something about like the giant social issues or the pandemic or politics, I just un- I just stop seeing all of your stuff. And while that doesn't seem like it's it's like, you know, but what about all those? I just did it one time. It's usually not once, but I, I get a very small amount of time every day <clears throat> that I-, I can look at my social media because <clears throat> excuse me. I take step two very seriously, and I limit the amount of social media I can I can see. I also don't have unlimited data, so looking at social media rips your data like crazy. So I, I do that on purpose so that when I look at my social media, it's fun. I'm having fun. I'm looking at things that are inspiring, and I'm being inspired. I'm looking at things that are educational, and I'm, I'm, I'm being educated. So... Then when I go around to turn around and post, I am typically posting things that are fun. And I'm typically posting things to inspire or to be educational because that's that's how it is. That's how that's how social media, I hope, would work in a perfect world with no energy vampires. Awesome. On to step three. Step three. Get involved. Go out and do some stuff. That's what's up. So look, the last election season had a megaton of political ads on every medium you could imagine. And, you know, while I was while all that was going on, I I saw a different narrative because I was involved in some 
non-political uh, organizations for helping people. <clears throat> and so when, when my focus was doing that, I, I, I just never saw the narrative online match up to the people who were driven to help others. So that's, that is, I believe, one of the ways to defeat misinformation is to go out and find information for yourself and learn. I have found that people who are yelling at each other online change nothing. They reinforce the, their echo chamber of folks who agree with them and not the others because we don't have a reason to believe you other than it's just a post. It's something you might have, it's, it's well worded. How long did you spend editing that? It doesn't matter. But then if you side by side help people with other, uh, uh, you know, others, and those people ask you questions about your beliefs and your values, you're living them, you're showing them, and that's how you're telling them. So at that point in time, you might actually affect the change you were hoping to get. Or perhaps the change happens back at you and you find out some of the things you thought were wrong. Because not everybody is a caricature of who they're supposed to be according to media posts or social media posts. It's never that simple. It's never that clear. So you really do got to get involved. And that is how you defeat misinformation and her energy vampires. So yeah, this upcoming election season, holy cow, we're going to see a, a ton of ads, a tsunami of ads, a hurricane of internet posts, and uh, something larger than both of those put together on the radio. No, I'm just kidding, radios just going to have more ads too. But I imagine people will, they'll see the posts that meant to rile us up and, and get riled up. But look, that's, that's not where we want to go. Instead, we're going to, we're going to save our sleep cycles. We're going to sleep great. We're going to put our phones away just a little bit earlier every night. We're going to stay off of social media in general when it's not positive and productive. And we're going to try to get involved. And, and meet people and find information for ourselves so that we're not just reliant on this device, this phone device to tell us what to think or who people are. That's right. That's how we defeat misinformation. While the world seem, seems like it's coming, crashing down, it's only worse if you wake up exhausted and you have to deal with it. So don't let misinformation win and steal your sleep cycles this election cycle you're going to need that energy. You need your momentum. You need to sleep like a superhero so you can be awake like one. Well, thank you for listening to The Adventures of Matman. You can text me at 704 706 24 with any questions, feedback, or sleep resources you'd like to share. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Please feel free to text me anytime, even at night or even late at night or early in the morning. I'm not worried. My phone knows exactly what to do.